You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. Film cameras. Instant cameras. And everything analog photography related. And who better to get back for a holiday theme special than Jeff and Gabe from I Dream of Cameras. We take turns at picking fantasy secret Santa presents in seven different rounds. But who will win? Keep listening and find out. Also keep listening for my film photography related U2 story and details on how Gabe knows Dave Grohl. I'm Matt Murray and this is Matt Loves Cameras. Hello, my friends. How are you? I hope you are well, wherever you are all around the world. Welcome to another episode of Matt Loves Cameras, episode 54 of Matt Loves Cameras. And today is a very special episode. It was actually recorded a few weeks ago now, probably, I don't know, five or six weeks ago. And I wasn't sure when I was going to put it out. But I thought because it's present related, I thought that Christmas Eve would be the perfect time to publish this episode. So I'll give you some more details on that in a second. And of course, in the intro there, I did my It's Christmas! I was doing my best um, Noddy Holder impression. Not a very good impression, I must say. Uh, but Noddy Holder, who is Noddy Holder, you might be thinking. Well, Noddy Holder, I'm sure British listeners will know, was the lead singer of the rock band Slade. Of course, Slade were one of many rock bands in the 70s from the West Midlands area. And Noddy Holder is actually from the town of Walsall in the West Midlands, where we used to live and where my daughter was born. So at the moment, in the history of of Walsall. Uh, Noddy Holder is probably the most famous person ever born in Walsall. Uh, but maybe if my, my daughter becomes, uh, you know, famous one day, famous actress or something, I don't know, maybe maybe one day she'll be the most famous person from Walsall. Uh, but for now, it's Noddy Holder. And of course, that It's Christmas line is from the start of Slade's mega hit, Merry Christmas, everybody, or is it Merry Xmas, everybody, the way they spelt it, uh, which continues to make a, an absolute ton of money for them, apparently, year after year. A very good retirement fund. So today's episode is all about secret Santa presents, fantasy secret Santa presents. And what I said to Jeff and Gabe was, I'm going to pick seven amounts of money and you have to come up with a fantasy idea for what you would buy a film photographer with that amount of money. And we all have to say our ideas. And at the end of each round, we have to pick, we can't pick our own present. We have to pick somebody else present uh, for something that we really, really love. So the, the seven rounds are pretty easy. They're made up of different amounts of money. So the first round is for $1, one US dollar. The second round is $10, third round, a hundred, fourth round, a thousand. Fifth round, ten thousand. Sixth round, a hundred thousand. And the seventh and final round is one million dollars. So we all go through our presents and we all say at the end of each round whose idea we like the best. And then someone at the end will be crowned a winner. So I hope you're going to enjoy it and let, let's kick off straight into it. Here we go. So, gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming back onto Matt Loves Cameras. It's been six months since we last spoke. No. Uh, no what? Way. It has. It has. You're kidding. It's not possible. It feels like yesterday. It feels like <laughs> it yesterday. <laughs> and oh, um, of course, your your podcast is going from strength to strength. And you must have you must have quadrupled or, or increased your, your listeners by tenfold, a hundredfold by now. 
<laughs> I think we have at least 12 listeners at yes, this point. It's really, really amazing. Strong listeners. Very, very yeah, strong. They're very intensely dedicated. All they are. The, the mailbag is always full and you always get a lot of uh, <laughs> feedback and tips from people. No, you know what? Honestly, in, in all seriousness, it actually, we've been doing the podcast next week will be exactly one year. Wow. Uh, and we've done in that time, we've done 22 episodes and it has really taken off. It's been kind mm. of amazing for this thing that was like a little COVID side project for Gabe and me and just <laughs> yep. something which was an opportunity for us to hang out every two weeks. And talk yeah. It's been amazing. And the response has been great. And now we have an animated series that's going to be a spinoff. Yes. It's very <laughs> yes. exciting. The dream team. <laughs> the dream yes. team. Exactly. Well, later, later on, I do actually have some alternate Dream Team characters for you to oh. consider oh, for the, res for the reserves bench. It. Yeah, I so, love it. Oh, yeah, my God. So my brother will love this. Great. Well, he probably he probably won't when he finds out who they are. They'll probably be stuck on the reserves bench forever, I think. I love uh, that idea. So, so there you go. So the episode that we recorded, has actually, it actually rocketed to the top of the Matt Loves Cameras episode list. And it's it's actually at the top right now. Uh, there's one an, a Polaroid episode that is very closely on its heels uh but yeah. there you go it was the uh, had a lot of good feedback about that episode so i thought why not get both of you back on oh we love it That's why great. would that happen why because you're both why very entertaining <laughs> clearly all right okay <laughs> so, we'll go so with today, that we have a very kind of similar idea in a way today it should be a little bit shorter the main part of the show because what i've thought you know holiday season's coming up and regardless of what sort of holiday we all celebrate whether it's uh, you know, Christmas or Hanukkah or um, what else? Um, you know, Diwali. Diwali's been, I think, this year or whatever else. You know, holiday season is coming up. There's Thanksgiving thrown in there as well. And so this time of year, people do generally like to give each other gifts, whether they're religious or not. You know, it is a big gift giving season. Right. Absolutely. So I thought, well, what if we were giving uh, gifts to each other? And, you know, what if we had different budgets? So what would we give to uh, the whole premise is what would we give to a film photographer? based on six different budgets and the budgets are or the, the amount of money for each gift is one dollar ten dollars one hundred dollars one thousand dollars ten thousand dollars one hundred thousand dollars and a million dollars is that Which i think it's seven that's seven i was about to say that i was just about to say that's actually seven seven <laughs> yes that's seven so there you go i hope i've got seven gifts written down here so i actually only finished off i had most of mine already set up but i only finished off a couple this morning how did you guys find this assignment i was very fun okay. it was very <laughs> fun especially thinking of things for a dollar the yes. mid-level i found to be very easy the yeah. middle levels yes but the low and high level is challenging and, yes yeah be, and i ha will get to my reasoning when we when we get to those you, right? you can yeah. have a little bit of creative license and it doesn't have to cost exactly those amounts um but as i said you know you can't for example just say you know you had night you own 19 roll flexes i'm not naming anyone but just say you did own 19 <laughs> roll flexes you can't gift someone that as the one dollar present that's because oh, a roll okay. flex is worth more than a dollar so it. there's a few yeah, little Gabe. rules like that but i think generally you'll be <laughs> right. in the spirit of the, the gift giving here right and uh, gabe is actually looking at his list now i think he's crossing off i'm a like few going, things, mm, right. <laughs> okay. no, I, I, I have faith in you i have faith in you have so fun. should we should we kick it off so again like last time what happens is we each say our gift in each sort of uh selection area so that we'll start off with one dollar and we'll each say what's he getting a I'm getting a prop. Don't worry. I'll a prop. Right. Okay. A prop. So I've yeah. got a prop. Okay, I've got a prop, a prop as well. 
Excellent. Just that. Yeah, I realized I, I realized I need a prop for one of the things. That's fine. That's fine. So we'll start off with one dollar. We'll each say what our gift is, and then we'll all vote on who has the best gift. And of course, you cannot vote for your own gift because okay. that would be too easy. So uh, I'll I'll kick off, I suppose. Absolutely. Now, as I said in the emails to you, the the lower and the higher ends are actually kind of hard, right? So you can have some kind of artistic license. So for the $1 thing, I was looking on B&H, I was looking on Amazon, I was looking on eBay. What can you buy for a dollar? The answer is not very much. And you can't just gift someone a $1,000 camera for a dollar. That's not in the spirit of things. And I was thinking, well, what costs a dollar? And I was, all these things are going through my mind. I was thinking, well, a pack of Instax wide is about 10 bucks. 10 exposures in the pack, that's a dollar. Now, of course, you can't just pull out a sheet from the, the, the cartridge and give it to someone, right? Well, you They're could. Pretty, It'd be very yeah. awkward. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah. very awkward. However, what if you exposed an image onto that piece of Instax and gave it to them? Here is my gift. It's a, it's a, this one is of cherry blossoms. That's oh. fantastic. It's brilliant. Look at this. It's brilliant. That is the oh, best one. I'm already voting. That's wonderful. <laughs> that's so good. I'm not a famous photographer, so it's only worth about a dollar anyway. No, that's fantastic. That's a great oh, gift. It's personal. Really, and, yeah. Oh, my god. And I, I can sign the back maybe with a white texture yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. That's oh, a great thank idea. you. Thank, thank you, sirs. All right. Who wants mm. to go next? Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> uh, I chose the Kodak, Kodak Master Photo Guide. Never seen Ooh. these? Never seen no. this? These are oh, relative. Good. I mean, these are these. There were many, many different editions of them. I happen to have two. This is a pocket-sized photo book. See, it's got this wonderful kind of you know wow. spirally binding, yep. and it's incredibly useful. Uh, you can find these used for a buck. I've actually I wow. see them at used book used bookstores all the time. It's got everything from exposure guides. Look oh, at wow. this. Like this is kind of, this. That's very cool. So it's got all of these things. It has. You know, daylight exposure dial. This is basically a sunny 16 dial, but look at yep. this. This is amazing. This is the earlier edition of it. It has uh, real filters. Look at this. Look at that. Those are oh, real wow. filters that you can look through. I can look at this. I'm going to go psychedelic. Oh my goodness. Okay. These are real filters you can look through <laughs> to simulate cool. like what, uh, and it explains what the effects of various filters are. It yep. also includes. Uh, this one includes a gray card, an 18% oh, gray card, fantastic. which is very useful. That's great. That is very practical. One dollar. very good. One dollar. Yeah. I have two yeah. different ones, but they're a buck. Yep. Very good. Yeah. And, and, and these are the kind of things that you would typically pick up at a, at a like a flea market or a car boot sale or a exactly. bookstore. Yeah. Or... I mean, I see them at used bookstores sometimes. They're on eBay. This one has a cover price of $3.95. So that gives you an idea yeah. of what they were costing when they were new. Yeah. But they made, I mean, there were... 10 or 15 different editions of this oh, wow. and they're very very common and look yeah. how cool very, very nice cool. 70s very typography nice yeah. yeah absolutely very very good that to you gabe what have you chosen for your one dollar present i have chosen an old you know 1940s 1950s catalog so yeah one that i got for 75 cents was the as a vintage central camera wow. um catalog of of what they had but also, I've seen a bunch of these. So old catalogs of just different local stores around. There's some, yep. you know, antique stores out here in Orange County. And uh, you can find them anywhere from 75 cents to a dollar yep. um, and old catalogs. And I think that's it just shows you sort of what was popular at the time, how much things cost. And I just love that idea. 
Yeah, it's awesome. I do like sometimes you find those catalogs online. We don't really get a lot of those things in Australia, but sometimes you'll see one online from Europe or the States and it, they are fascinating how much things cost. So excellent. And do you own any, own any yourself, Gabe? Or? Yeah, I own the, uh, I found the central camera one. Oh, the central camera I one, loved, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was yeah. fantastic. And then I found, you know, there's there's a lot of times there's Leica ones that people just yeah. thrown in a pile. Yeah, so. yeah. And what's your, what was the one thing going through the central camera one that you thought, wow, I wish I could go back in time and buy that. Was there anything in particular? Or? You know, it's, it's so interesting because first of all, there was so much interesting you know, the film and the sizes and things are different. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and you yeah. just pick them up and they, and they weren't expensive. I mean, I'm sure they were expensive to people then, but yeah, you know, you're looking at the prices and go, wow, you could get that. You could actually buy that. Yeah. So um, I love looking at the different models of cameras uh, yep. and seeing what was popular at the time because often there were little mini reviews put in there. So mm. I love that. Awesome. Well, that's that's fantastic. I think we've done very well there for our one dollar presents. In fact, gift. Uh, yeah. Maybe we should just stop the recording now. I'm not sure. <laughs> this, but... And that was our show. Um, Thank you for coming. <laughs> that's right. Um, that's really tough. I'll I'll vote first. Uh, I think both of your ideas are both excellent. Because I've never heard of Jeff's book before, I'll go with Jeff's book just because of those filters. Having those filters in the book and and the little thing with the wheel that looked really cool. So, for really both cool. excellent idea. I do love a catalog, um, but I, I'll go with Jeff's Kodak book. I love that. Ah, oh, Matt, I've, I'm voting for your thing. I mean, a personal gift, an actual photograph from a photographer. I mean, that's brilliant. That's a great idea. It, you know, ironically, that did not occur to me. I do give photographs <laughs> as gifts every once in a while, but I consider them valueless. But I like that you did the math. And you figured out that it was a $1 gift. So I, 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 I think much, that's, yep. a, yeah, I like, I give away SX70 pictures all the time. Mm. It's such yeah. a nice thing. They end up on people's refrigerators and stuff. Yep. So that's my vote. Excellent. Gabe. My vote is for Matt as well. I absolutely oh, love that idea. I love a personalized gift. I think it's thoughtful. It shows your personality. I think it's fantastic. So that's definitely a winner. Oh, lovely, lovely, sir. Thank you so much. That's great. That's probably the only round I'm going to win when you hear about my <laughs> other ones. Um, but we'll crack on now to, we're going to get a little bit harder here. Uh, it's the $10. I feel like this one, I haven't got a very good one. But anyway, we'll, we'll crack on with this. The, the $10 gift, who would like to get, just kick this one off? Gabe, I think you're up. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I would say for the $10 gift that, um, <clears throat> I'll just be clearing my throat for everyone. Um <laughs> I would say uh, it would be something I would get for someone that maybe wouldn't buy something for themselves. And I would pick out a unique soft release, <gasps> not the $9 billion yep. ones, but ones that would be interesting because sometimes I'll see them and I go, do I really need that? But I would love it as a gift. Yeah, so sure. that's my, my pick is a $10 yep. soft release. I've seen different, you know, small ones made of rubber and and you know different materials but that that would be my choice that would be that's my any gift. particular color or any you can get any color any what, <laughs> what color would you choose if you had to buy the gift though i would probably choose red yes red oh. i think red's a popular choice for those isn't yeah. it i love it excellent very good idea jeff what's yours oh i I went with the most boring yet utilitarian idea imaginable. One roll of Tri-X. That's good. That's good. That's really good. Actually, I mean, who's not yeah. I always tell 
my, you know, I always, my birthday is actually a week from today. I always yeah. tell my family members, just give me film. It's so easy. Yeah. I'm never going to not need it. Right. That's right. And with Triax going for a 10 spot right now in advance of the price rise that's inbound, oh, that boy. was my pick. Boring, but important. Yeah. And um, it was funny. I, th- I was talking to Lucy Lumen in the last episode, and I yeah. think Triax was around $6 a roll. I can't remember what the price was. I'm trying to look at my notes here at the moment. Uh, but I think it was a lot less than it is now. It, and that was two years ago. Yeah. Uh, so um, I was quite shocked when I looked up and it was now now $10. Uh, so there you go. But that's that's a great pick. And so my $10 present, this, I feel like this is a little bit boring. But as you guys know, I, I send all my film to a lab because I'm both too stupid and too lazy to do my own <laughs> development at home. And I'm not casting saying that you guys, if you send it to the lab, you're, you're those things, but I definitely am. So I would actually buy someone uh, with 10 US dollars uh, a devon scan at a good lab here in australia is around that's the 14 dollar mark yeah, great. so that's about 10 us dollars i'd yep. give someone a, a you know they haven't got a camera or a roll of film yet or maybe they do but <laughs> i'd give them a, a lab voucher and say get your lab devon scanned at this great place that's great uh, so there you that's go a great gift really good mm. this is a tough great. one these are all good gifts they are very good gifts they are very good gifts I'll vote first, uh, only because I I'm not I actually I think that roller tri uh, X that I bought I think I gave away because I did shoot a lot of black and white so I'm going to go for the soft release game soft release. Nice. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. I used to be really cynical about soft releases. I thought, why in the world would you want this? But yep. then I got a camera that came with one. Yeah, and a Rolly SL350 actually shipped with one, and I was like, oh, this is really good. And I bought mm. one for my new. Um, Electro Spotmatic, and I keep it on there all the time. It's just nice. Yeah. It's just cool. nice. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna vote for that as well. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I've got to tell you, I'm always gonna vote for the film. <laughs> I love film. So if I could put another extra one in, yeah. the, in the back there with the other hundred that are maybe never gonna be shot, but I love it. I love film. And it's, it's tri- it was Triax, wasn't it, Jeff? Is that right? Yeah. Is Triax one of your go-to black and whites for both of you? Or? I I love Triax for portraits, Triax and uh, Ilford HP5 for black and white. I've been shooting a lot of double X, yeah. but yeah, oh, yeah. HP5, Triax, and double X are my three like go-to films, and I kind of cycle through them. I still have, a, I've got quite a few rolls of the original Across in my fridge, uh, nice. which I kind of bought, yeah. and but I've got a, I've got a get out there and shoot some shoot some more black and white so that's great so i think we're looking at the leaderboard now we've got gabe i think we've got gabe with three votes <laughs> matt with two and jeff with one i hope i've one. got that right you, <laughs> hey you're on the you're on, you've got yeah you know you go off to a start you know is there a trivia section wait if there's a trivia section i can catch up no you know what i was gonna do a, a, a cinema trivia questions right and i thought right. that might be lean more towards gabe so there is not a quiz. However, <laughs> right. I do have I do it's have right. a, I have a list of things you've got to choose from. There's a bit of fun later on, but okay. it's not a quiz though. It's not a quiz. Uh, and I, also, after the quiz last time, a couple of my answers were wrong. So I, I, I kind of you know like oh, I don't know if I want to do that again with, with you know, oh, okay. YouTube. So uh, don't embarrass myself too much. So we're up to the hundred dollar present. The hundred dollar oh, present. Uh, who would like to go first? I think you're up first, Matt. Okay, so hundred dollars. I was thinking about this. What could you buy? What camera could you consistently buy for someone for hundred US dollars? And I was thinking of our friends in Russia and the Ukraine. Uh, they're probably not too friendly right now, from what I hear in the news. But any day of the week for the last 
few years, you can go onto eBay and for about a hundred US dollars, you can get yourself a Lomo LCA and that's nice. including postage. Maybe wow. you can. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Oh, there's so much. When I see them on eBay in the US, they're a lot yeah. more than that. So you're lucky. Oh, really? Are they, yeah. they local sellers in the US or? Uh, all the sellers I see in North America, I mean, I should probably check right now instead yeah. of just running my mouth, but my recollection is last time I checked for a Lomo LCA, it was yeah. $250. Wow. wow. Gosh. Let's see what it says. Yeah, oh no, so you know I, what? There are some, you know what? It's, it's a, this is very interesting. There, yeah. they are in two different ranges. There are some all from uh, foreign set. Let's see in North America. Let's just take a look. The North, the North American sellers, it ranges from $80 to $260. Wow. Yeah, isn't that? And there are very few of them. That's very interesting too. It's a good but market yeah, you, there. Yeah, but, some in bulk. Yeah, but no, maybe you're right. I just recall seeing them at really inflated prices. But yeah, yeah. it looks like you're right. It looks like you could well, do it for hundred. My eBay searches by by default. There's not some cameras. There's not a lot of in Australia, so I have an international search. And yeah, I've I've been I've got one on my shelf up there, but it's a problem with it. It feels like it's scrunching the film as I advance oh. it. And I know there's a screw underneath it that you can sort of play with, but it hasn't really worked. So I'm thinking, do I just find a box? Do I just buy another one? So that's my my thought. I haven't actually done it yet, but that's my, I've been watching them for a while. And for a hundred bucks, you can get a Lomo LCA. That's, that's a great. Uh, great that's a great, great pick. Yep. Who'd like to go next? Um, okay, I'll go. go. I didn't go for a camera, which maybe wasn't a good idea, but uh, I went for a hundred feet, a hundred foot roll of Panatomic X. Excellent. Fantastic. Great idea. That's great. You can pretty reliably, they're getting harder and harder to find, but Matt, I think you know, Panatomic X is, X is my all-time favorite yep. black and white film stock. And I had a hundred foot roll of it that I went through, yep. but it is delicious. And so yep. I think for your film photographer, rather than buy them another camera in the hundred dollar yeah. range, give them the greatest film ever made. That's my pick. I think that's a great Excellent. one. I love it. Um, and will you personally bulk roll the film for them, Jeff? Yeah, or? yeah I will. I will do it for them. I will yeah. do that. I will Excellent. keep one of the rolls without telling them, but yes, I yeah. will. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, I was thinking of getting someone something different. So I love TLRs. And I once used this a long time ago, the Yashica 44, the 127 um, TLRs. Nice. I would get a couple of rolls of film. I would get that uh, that camera and it would just be something, especially for photographers so used to shooting 35 millimeter or, you know, 120, just something to try out. That's and my, can you, uh, you can pick one up for hundred bucks. Yep. You can pick one wow. up for 50 bucks. Because wow. nobody wants 127 cameras. Nobody wants yeah. it. Yeah. No one cares. Wow. Yeah. I got, I got to come out to the States. <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't find one here for anywhere near that much i don't think so oh, you're that's, kidding that's wow yeah and this came out after the roly baby or the baby roly. yeah um oh, that's a good so pick 60, 127 like look but at you going funny. off you the board to try you know that's great that is a good pick yep fantastic oh, so it, it's time one. to vote we have two cameras we have the lomo lca we have the what is it the ashka 4040 to say gabe is that right did I get that right? Yeah, uh, it's a 44. 44. Yeah, which is a 127 TLR. camera. And we have 100 yeah. feet of Panatomic X. Who'd like to vote first? All right. This is a tough one. Uh, uh, I'm going to vote for Gabe's camera. It's Me really too. hard because I had an LCA and I liked it. Yeah. But 
I think I'm going to lean toward that camera because that sounds fun and I've never used it. I, I've I, always wanted one of those or a baby Rolly, but they're just, to, to me, for what I'd get out of it, they're they're a bit too expensive. I think they're three or 400 for a baby Rolly here in Australia, or yet you yeah. have to import it. And it's just, it's like, mm, it's a bit too much for me. So if, if there was a, a, TLR, a TLR 127 format for 50 bucks with some extra film, I'd go for that in a heartbeat. Excellent. All I right. would go for the Look Lomo. I would do the Lomo. I, I think that's... Uh, have you that's used one before? I have not, and that's why. <gasps> what? Yep. I'm stunned. I know. That's the one. Yeah, camera. you got to do that. Yep. You got to do that for sure. It's a good camera. And I've got actually the role I've had in there. I must have had in for 10 years. And it's it's a role of the Lomography's X-Pro film, which they used to sell. They don't, haven't sold it for years, but I think right. it was a slide film that you get, you know, pro, cross-processed. And uh, it's, but the film keeps crunching. I keep being my microphone, but the film keeps crunching. So I just, hopefully mm. I'm getting something out of it, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, so, wow. So I think Gabe is in the lead here he's, by, he's by some margin. Killing it. He is, he is. <laughs> So I've got uh, I've got nine votes so far. I've got five for Gabe, three for Matt, and Jeff only one. You, this you is what happens it, when you I pick stuff that you. is outside the norm. It's totally fine. I'm comfortable. <laughs> I'm comfortable in last place. That's where I've You're spent like most of my life. You're like a salmon swimming upstream. That's right. right. No, That's downstream. I'm, draft, I'm drafting behind you guys. You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. That's the one you're going to use. <laughs> <laughs> So we've now got the $1,000 gift. Who, who would like to do the $1,000 gift? Oh my Who's up first? Gabe, maybe you go first this time. I go. Okay, so here is my vote, and I always stick with these TLRs, but here's my $1,000, okay? I am going to do a $300 gift card to a local lab, okay? A Roloflex Automat, okay and the rest will go to the film of their choice wow that's the okay game. wait say it again a rolly automat uh, a roll a roloflex automatic yeah automat a uh 300 gift card to a local lab okay and some film to go with it look at you because you tell still, us i'm telling good. you roloflex I've used every kind of them i mean sorry, every kind of them every one of them and i just they just have different personalities. Like, I just wow. love it. I just love, you know, even the oldest ones. And even that it's very fortunate to have, you know, one of Phil Stern's, you know, cameras. And I use that Roloflex and it's just magical. It just sort of has one of these, you know, even the cheapest one I can find. It, uh, it has something. All right, good pick. And they're built like tanks. And Very tell us about this Rollerflex Automat Gabe. Where does it fit in the pantheon of, of Rollerflexes? And, and so stuff like it's that? sort of the more obviously economical. So it's not as popular. So yeah. it's no one's, you know, rushing. That's the first one people sell. And they right. feel like they need to have another one, which I don't know because they, they've always worked great for me. So, but everyone and, um, feels they want a 2.8 or yeah. 3.5 C or whatever. It goes on and on and on, but they're really great cameras. So how does that compare to say the Royal Flex T? Similar. Okay, great. Seriously, I've got very, a, I've got a Royal Flex T. Yeah, mm. very similar. It's, it's I've always it's, had that kind of insecurity that my T isn't as good with the Tessa no, lens isn't as good as the others. It's it's it looks great. Yeah, mine's a gray one as well, and it's it, I think I'm the second owner 
so oh, there you go okay. really great yeah it's a beautiful camera so that's great so the royal flex automat with uh film and a lab voucher is that what you that, yes, that's what we've got there that's a very good use of a thousand dollars jeff do you want to do you want to hit us all right I, you've probably heard in recent episodes about my infatuation with Canon rangefinder cameras. So this was my pick. A Canon P plus two lenses, the 35 and the 50. Oh, this is actually what I have bought over the past six weeks. I have bought wow. these three objects. And I actually, it was a little south of $1,000 because I got some good deals on the lenses. Yeah. But pretty much it's about $300 a pop, these three objects. So you get a total kit for a rangefinder camera that to me is every bit the equal of the Leica M3. And you get that for a thousand dollars and you have everything you need, baby. Uh, that's awesome. That's my yeah, pitch. These lenses, are they a, a mount only for the Canon P? No, they're actually like a screw mount. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. They're M39 screw mount. So you, you know, if you have your Leica Good. three lying around, yep. you could put them on there, but the, the, I have a 35 millimeter Serenar and a yep. 50 millimeter Canon, which is a 1.4. And they're amazing. And they are so beautifully made. They handle beautifully. The P has no meter, which is fine with me. Um, it's a very simple camera. Titanium shutter, which is nice. I think it's titanium. It's definitely metal. Mm -hmm. And just a wonderful cam, just wonderful camera. We were at the uh, camera show in Long Beach yesterday. And I'm seeing more and more young photographers with this camera because it is the bargain of the century. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I was at a camera fair recently here in Brisbane in June and I had a table selling some stuff, you know, film and zines and cameras and stuff. And a guy come over and he had a, a Canon P around his neck and I said, oh, wow, he's a Canon P. And he went, yeah. I said, oh, nice camera. He said, yeah, I just picked it up over there for 200 bucks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, right opposite yeah. where I was. And I don't know what lens it had on it, but it looked really beautiful. And I was like, it's oh, lovely. Man, and and yeah. the P is incredibly common. It's probably the most mm. common of all the range finders that they made. Yeah. There are ones that have more exotic, like, you know, different frame lines and so forth. Yep. This has all the frame lines in the viewfinder at once. I don't care. That works fine for me. It's yep. really simple. They're easy. Apparently they're easy to work on. So if anything ever goes wrong, they're very repairable. I feel like this is like one of those like next big thing kind of cameras. It's sort of like the rangefinder K1000. So buy them while they're cheap. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Rush out. Excellent. That's another very good use of a thousand dollars. My, my thousand dollars, uh, it's actually, again, this is kind of inspiration I've had it's something I've been looking at myself for the last six months or 12 months is actually a, uh, a studio workshop in Victoria in Australia, which is, uh, quite, you know, it's probably a two hour plane ride from where I live, but it's uh, just outside Melbourne and they, it's called gold street studios and people, listeners in Australia might be familiar with them, but they do a whole load of, uh, tutorials and workshops on alternate photographic techniques. So for example, looking at their schedule for, you know, December onwards, they've got gum micromate printing. I probably pronounced that wrong. Oil printing. Oh yeah. Uh, cyanotypes, cool. tintypes, uh, salt printing, Opalo types, uh, platino types, carbon printing. Oh, that's a great gift. I have no yeah. idea what any of these things are. Well, half the things are, I've got no idea. But um, most of the workshops are two or three days. And, uh, you know, with a thousand dollars, a thousand US dollars, you could certainly go on a two or three day course and the rest you could spend on accommodation and, and seeing beautiful Victoria. And I, I would actually love to, when Australia opens up a bit more in the, in the coming months, I would actually love to go down there and do a course. So that would be my, my gift, a thousand dollar gift. Great idea. That's gift. a great one. Yeah. So there we go. That is, Which, I, I never thought of doing things for people, <laughs> but, but, but that, that is a great, great idea. A class is great. So, so what have we got again? We've got the, the workshop, we've got the Canon P and what was Gabe's again? The Automat? 
the rolling yeah, yeah the rolling yeah, okay and the Great. 300 gift card yeah so who would like to vote first i'll vote I definitely love this alternative processing thing, Matt. I think that would be the greatest gift ever. It'd be so be fun to cool. learn something new. Same, yeah. same. Okay, that's too. That's yeah, great. It's a brilliant it's, idea. Brilliant idea. That's a great. Yeah, because you come away with the, a skill and you'll make stuff. It's a great that's idea. Exactly right. And some of the workshops it says maximum two participants. So, so it's it's like it's very. Great. Yeah, I think it would be a really good course. I think some some others have a few more people, but right. certainly some of the people on these courses are they're very very you know there's it's really sort of fine art meeting photography meeting history meeting chemistry. There's a whole lot of stuff going on, and they, they look fascinating. Uh, so that's great. I would choose because I've got a rolly already. I'm going to choose Jeff's Canon P because I missed out on one camera fair. So there you go, Jeff. You've, you've doubled your vote. I finally got a vote. <laughs> No, you've got another one. You got two now. You got two. I have a total of two. Uh, so Gabe and Matt have both got five from my records here, and Jeff has two. Not that it's a competition, because uh, we are we are spending fantasy money here, and the stakes are going up a bit now. We've only got we've only got three left. The next one is the ten thousand dollar one. Uh, would you like, gentlemen, like me to go first? Sure. Yes. Okay. So what I really wanted to do with the ten thousand dollars was buy a Mamiya 7 kit, right? And with all the lenses, but I looked on eBay and I couldn't find one. And I thought, are they, how much are they worth? Are they worth that much or not? And so I was, sorry, what is my daughter ringing me? Um, I, I like your well, custom ringtone for her. <laughs> so where were we? We'll pick up. Um, so yeah, I was looking at getting a Mamiya 7 for, you know, a nice, beautiful kit, but I couldn't find one, but I did find something similar, which I thought would be just as good. And so this is on eBay. This is from Japan. This is an unused black, contacts g2 with five lenses you get the 28 mil the 35 mil the 45 mil the 90 mil and the 35 to 70 zoom lens and it comes with all the original boxes for people who like that kind of thing it comes with metal hoods and caps and filters and and more bags and boxes and things than you can you can poke a stick at it, it looks like a beautiful camera it is the more fancy black version of the camera not that the color really makes it function any differently but that is a really beautiful set now that's that's eight thousand us dollars so um it's a little bit bit under the ten thousand mark but of course you could, could spend the rest on film that's a nice that's one. really good i'm actually who, surprised who you open can that get that but i'm saying yeah, yeah. i'm surprised that's not I mean, how many lenses? Five lenses? Five lenses, yep. Man, that is 8,000 US dollars. Mm. That's a good, that's good. That would be a nice present to open up on Christmas Day or whatever. Uh, day for sure. Any so, day. Hmm. Who's, who wants to go next? I love it. Well, I, I would give a uh, mini camera collection. Oh. That's what I would do. I would give a variety. So I would give. Are, they, are these like tiny cameras, like a mini <laughs> camera? I would give for $10,000. Here's what you're going to get from <laughs> okay. me. Okay. Oh Great. my god! You're gonna get the Rolleiflex 2.8 E2. You're gonna get a Leica M6 and wow. a 35 f2 lens. You are gonna get the Olympus OM1 wow. and uh, 51.4 and uh, the uh, 85 f2. Yep. And there is somewhere in there as I've added it up. There's a little. Um, there's like 2,700 or something in there, and you would. Uh, the cherry on top would be the Plawbell Machina. Or Machina, Machina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, six seven. So it would be this camera collection wow. that you would open up on Christmas Day, and wow. you get a variety, and you just sit there on the ground and look at your ten thousand dollars <laughs> worth of camera collection. Thinking, thinking how spoiled you are to get all these beautiful cameras. In exactly. Yeah. 
fantastic. That's very, very good. Abe is so, so much better at this than any human being <laughs> has ever been. I'm trying to figure out exactly what in Gabe's personality makes him so good at this. It could be the generosity and the imagination. No, it's the imagination. That, wow, that's really good. Mm-hmm. I, my pick is comparatively boring. Am I up? I think I am, right? You're up. Yep. I, I did something along the same lines as you, Matt. I mm. chose the X-Pan 2 with Ooh, the wooden nice. grip, all yep. three lenses, the 30, yep. the 45, and the 90, and the little center filter that you yes. need as well. Yep, the filter, yep. That you, There are actually several kits on eBay right now that are in the nine to $10,000 range where you can get the whole ride. Wow. So that was wow. my pick. That's um, cool. And you can get an X-Pan 2 with pretty good paint, which, you know, is a big hangup of mine. <laughs> so you, you get the T, you get the TX one though with the paint's a bit better there. I, I, I would get the X Pan two and just hope for one that hasn't had all the paint worn off. Because sure. I think the yeah. X Pan two is cooler looking than the TX one or the TX two. Yeah, yeah, very good. I'm wondering if I should totally revise my idea, but I'm not going to. No, you can't. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to change. Those are the rules. It was a great pick. Like that it was a great rainbow. Pick. That specific like spectrum of cameras is really really good yeah, anyone would be delighted to with one of them this. one of that yeah that's <laughs> yeah. right i think you'd be like you'd, you'd be like richie rich you'd open up all these things and you wouldn't know which one to play with yeah. first. exactly so um that's great so that's brilliant who who would like to vote first i've got to vote for gabe same okay. <laughs> i am voting for the x-pan because another camera i've never used mm. look what yeah. we're learning on this Very podcast nice. yeah never used that's it right. i've never used it yeah. I've I used think one I've held once. one. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you like it, Matt? I did. Uh, so Matthew Joseph um, came oh. up from Melbourne a couple of years ago, yeah. and he let me his. And there's this famous story where he put it around my neck because he knows I like to have you know because it's an expensive camera. He didn't put the strap on correctly, and I looked down and I said, "Hey, is this strap on this camera?" And it was almost you know inching towards falling off the strap and yeah. smashing on the floor. Uh, I did really enjoy it. Um, I guess. You know, if it was, you know, probably a lot of people would say this, if it was two or three grand, I'd buy one, but it's just a little bit too much. And I'm thinking, yeah. is it too specialist? Would I get sick of it after six or seven rolls? Probably wouldn't, but it's always that kind of, you know, how would it be long-term kind of thing, I guess. But, I just um, saw something amazing when I was researching this. Mm. There is a modification of the X-Pan. Okay, so the X-Pan is already impossibly rare and expensive. Yep. There is a modification of the X-Pan called the Horseman 3D camera. I saw that. Have you seen I saw this? that. I almost picked it for this. It, yeah. yeah, it uses the X-Pan as a basis. And yes, and yeah, it's got yeah. two lenses and it yeah. takes advantage of the wide frame to do two yeah. 35 millimeter frames simultaneously. It's pretty cool. <gasps> Damn, it's did pretty that cool. look good. And how, how would you, I sort of saw that earlier when I was eBaying stuff. How would you take, if you, okay, you you shoot that horseman, the modified X-Pan, the stereo images, but then how? what do you do with it then? You mount them. You just mount the right. images together. It's like a viewer? Of, like a, yeah, and you have a viewer, like one of those old-fashioned viewers. And View you masters, just look, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sweet. It's oh very cool. God, that's cool. So there you go. So we've had, uh, Gabe has gone oh, out in Gabe front here. I think it. Gabe is He's up to one, it. two, three, four, five, six. Gabe's on seven. I'm on five and Jeff's gone up to three. If you would like to support this podcast, why not buy our dad a coffee? Visit coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Matt Loves Cameras. And buy him a coffee for just $3. Yeah. We're up to the $100,000 present. $100,000 gift. That's a big gift. Oh, Jeff's excited about this. I can see it. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll let it. Jeff go first. Yeah, Jeff. All right, you've seen the movie Blow Up, right? 
I haven't. I, I can't find it in Australia oh. yet, but I, I, I've heard a lot about it. You must okay. See it. Well, Blow Up, 1966, Michelangelo Antonioni. David Hemmings plays a bored London fashion photographer who may have inadvertently photographed a murder. His home studio. That's what I would do for $100,000. Wow. He has a home studio yep. and a dark room. He has yep. a separate dark room for film processing and for printing. Wow. He's got a studio with backdrops and stuff, and it's all built into his London flat, right? But so I figure yeah, that is a $100,000 build out with yeah. the plumbing, the electrical, all the equipment, chemicals, and paper. So David Hemmings, studio and blow up. <laughs> well done. Cool. That's very cool. Well done. Gabe, do you want to go next? Sure. My gift is a photo tour. Oh, to, okay. Uh, Paris, oh, Italy, Africa, again. Japan, <laughs> China, Finland, and Oaxaca. Where's Oaxaca? In Mexico. Mexico. Oh, he's and, so good at this. And you will have someone <laughs> who will take care of you at each spot. And you will be uh, shown the most beautiful places in all of those cities. And it'll probably be a month tour. Uh, but it'll be amazing. There is your wow. gift. That's pretty good. Just just by oh. yourself though, solo no, you can only. Bring someone. You can, sure you can bring someone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why not? That's great. Excellent. Well, well, my gift is actually I kind of had a panic attack there where you said that because my <laughs> gift is very very similar. Uh, so my gift. I was actually Jeff. Were you talking about someone who you used to know now works for a travel company? I believe yeah, you were called yeah, Inca. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Inca, Inca. That's right. So I was actually thinking about that. And I was thinking about, you know, I love travel, I love travel photography. And I was thinking, where would I love to go? And I was looking up different sort of companies. And there's a company called Intrepid Travel. And I think they're similar kind of niche to, to Inca. And so this is, this is what I've got here. This is uh, the Essential Greenland Tour. Okay, it's called Southern Coasts and Disco Bay. And who, who doesn't want to go to a place called Disco Bay? Oh, I mean, that just sounds great. For right? sure. I, the time. I, think it's, I think it's just full of um, icebergs. But anyway. It's so Studio 15, 54, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a 15-day... Well, I'm not, I think it's a bit colder than Studio 54, but it, it looks very, very picturesque. <laughs> it's a 15-day tour only, so you, don't, you only get half as much uh, time away as Gabe's tour. But it's a 15-day tour. It starts and finishes in Reykjavik in Iceland. And you basically go... Uh, um, you go to all these UNESCO World Heritage sites, you cruise between the mountains, you see glaciers, and it's 15 days, there's all this wildlife, and you go in all these different boats and stuff, and you just cruise around Greenland for 15 days. Now, this is the cost of, it's at a cost of 17,000 Australian dollars. So it's a little bit less than $100,000. But the thing is this, you get to go and take seven of your family and friends oh, with you. Oh, okay, so this is a group that. one. Now, written into this, if I'm giving this gift, part of the part of the stipulation in terms and conditions is you have to take me. Right. Okay. And then you basically <laughs> get you, me, and six other people. And so that would come in at 102,000 US dollars for all eight of us uh, to, to do the, the tour around Greenland, uh, Southern Coasts and That's Disco Bay. One. That is a and if Intrepid one. Travel do want to sponsor this show and, and send me there for free, um, I'm, I'm yeah. open to offers. Well, you have to test it out. You can't give a gift unless you've experienced it. Oh, I'm more right. than willing, more than willing to test it out. Yeah, for sure. So there we go. We have the the one ah. month Cities of the World Tour with Gabe. We have the the Greenland Tour for 15 days with you and seven of your close, well, 60 closest buddies and me. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you have the Blow Up Studio. Oof. Gabe, what is your vote, Gabe? 
I'm gonna go with Matt. That's a tricky one. Matt, what is your vote? I'm voting last. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. Um, Look, I I want to vote for Jeff. Um, Not sympathy, (laughs) but I do want to vote for Jeff. But because I love travel, I've got to go for Gabe. I got to. Yeah. This is a tough one because now I have to choose between you guys. One of them is a shorter trip with more friends, and the other is a longer trip with more stops. Do you like warm weather? Uh, do I like warm weather? No, because you're not going to get any warm weather in Greenland. I don't like warm weather. No, I actually, most of my vacations have taken place in frigid climates. I've been to Iceland. Mm. I've been to the Netherlands. Um, Greenland has actually always sort of been on the list. The trip that I was talking about that my former summer camp photography teacher does is to Antarctica. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm going to pick the mat trip. Because going with you and a bunch of buddies to shoot, Sounds I would bring fun. Gabe along and a bunch of buddies. So, so I'm going to choose the Matt trip. That's, that's Even though Gabe's itinerary is really good. <laughs> His itinerary is. is really good. It's a really good one. Absolutely. Very good. Okay, brilliant. So we're now in the $1 million, $1 million <sighs> gift. That Do you know what I love? Can I just take a beat mm. here? Yeah. We have not gone for like the $100,000 camera, no. like the Leica no. 250 or something. You know, I thought that would be great because if you opened up a hundred thousand dollar camera, someone gifted to you, like you'd be very grateful. But would you kind of think "Mm, it's a lot of money for a camera? I don't know. Would you think that? No, you'd never use it. You'd be afraid (laughs) to use it. I have enough trouble using a two thousand dollar camera. Yeah, that's true. But like, it's just gonna. It's an investment. You know, it's not really a tool. I mean, I fantasize about those expensive cameras when I see them at the auctions. I see that I fantasize about them all the time. But like, yeah. all of these experiential things that you guys pitched or even like my thing, it's like an experiential thing, something that it broadens you as a photographer. I yeah. love that. That's much, much better way of thinking about how to expand your I, money. I went to the Faroe Islands four years ago, which was beautiful. And I went to this place where all these wild puffins are and they're literally a few yards from the puffins. Oh, but I wow. did all digital. I didn't take any film cameras. So I desperately mm. want to go back to somewhere like that, somewhere wild and cold uh, with some film cameras. I, um, I want to see, Matt, some of my favorite episodes of your show are your travel diaries. Oh, like, awesome. It's so Fantastic. much fun to hear you recount shooting yeah. a particular place. So that's another reason why I like your pick. Well, very cool. So I've got um, I've got another travel one coming up. It's not, not nowhere too exotic for, for people who live around here, but it's, it's just in Queensland. So that's uh, pretty cool. But I've also, I've also got, I just realized when I got you guys back on, I said, I'd send you guys some zines. I've got my first zine over there in a box. Oh, I'm cool. actually doing a second zine, which has got some travel photography in, and I've been stuck on it ever since we recorded that episode. It's the curse of our dream of cameras. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 I haven't been able to finish it off. The curse of I dream of cameras. Yeah, I haven't talk been about able it. to finish it off. I've yeah. got writer's block on my zine now, but I'm, I'm hoping to uh, to finish that zine off and I'll send you both my zines. Uh, oh, great. Um, Thanks. Sometime in the next, oh, that's amazing. Sometime in the next year. Five years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so we're up to the million dollar prize now. Well, million dollar gift, the million dollar gift. Uh, so uh, do you want me to go first? Yes. Sure. Okay, so I would go to uh, Lomography, Kodak, Ilford, Fujifilm, and I would buy $100,000 worth of film from them. At, 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 you know, you want to get a, a good rate. And if they didn't want to play ball, you just go to someone else. But you want a good spread of, you know, black and white, color negative, and slide film if possible. So $100,000 worth of film. I reckon for that, four US dollars a roll at wholesale, you could probably get, what's that, 25,000 rolls roughly, maybe? Yeah. In that kind of ballpark. 
So then you give them away to people, uh, you know, one or two, depending how, you know, how, how generous you're feeling. And you give them away with a free development voucher for each role. Okay. Preferably people, younger people, perhaps, or people who hadn't shot film before. Okay. So Love you give that. them a film, each film's got a voucher with it for free dev and scan. And then with the other 900 grand, I would set up a, uh, a lab. Okay. So I'd get um, two or three really good, you know, develop the photo developers and scanners or whatever the names are, photo technicians. I don't know what the words are, but I get all the equipment. I get the lab. I put a little cafe on site and I'd basically run that lab doing all those free devs for everybody. And the whole lab would be free until the money run out. And then I'd turn it into a, into a business by then, hopefully, which you would have some loyal customers because I've just got some free oh, stuff. Yeah, from you. They love their stuff. That's um, fantastic. And I call it Matt loves Matt loves cameras lab. So there you go. So that's what well, actually, no, I'm giving it, I'm giving it to someone else. No, it is a gift to the community. Sorry. It's the gift to the community. Yes. yes. So there you go. So that's you that's read my mind. I'm going to have to, I'm no, seriously, I'm going to have to make my, I'm going to have to choose my other option because what oh, you no. just said was exactly what I was going to do. Oh no, I'm sorry. I feel bad. No, no, no. It's great. Cause I can say something else. Okay. Gabe, can I jump in and just yes, say my go, something go, else? Go. Okay. So Matt, I, I had an outline that was very similar to what you just <laughs> yeah. described, which was to open a film lab in Watts, right? There's yep. an art center down and there free, and yep. just to open a commercial film lab for yep. that community and make it kind of a magnet for film photographers from all over Southern yep. California, particularly that community, give kids cameras, let them shoot. Yep. Like, and make it like, so I had a similar idea, which I'm not going to do because <laughs> you did it already. <laughs> This is my pitch for the million dollars. Bring back pack film. That's it. Ooh. I think you could do it fun. Yeah. for a million dollars. I think you could do it for a million dollars. You would basically, for example, you I, my pitch would be partner with MIT, right? Which is yep. where Edwin Land, it's adjacent yep. to where Edwin Land's old I would do MIT know, facility was. or Ethan Ma. Ethan Moses. Oh, or Ethan Moses. One of the <laughs> those, two. Are, those are two. They're both the same. They're both the same. I, okay. <laughs> I would make Ethan Moses the director of this project, endowed, yes. work in partnership with MIT. It would be a Cambridge Mass based kind of thing. I went to school right near Cambridge Mass, not Harvard. And basically bring back Pack Film. That's the thing. That would be very million dollar endowment. Yep. That's, that's mm -hmm. the idea. So good. That's so that's good. That's probably right. the one thing that people talk about the most i mean people um you know sort of are sad about films discontinuing but I, I don't think there's a single type of film or a single emulsion that people talk about more than pack film sure and mm. those cameras are amazing those camera backs are amazing the thrill i mean we had i don't know if you heard matt one of our early episodes we did a polaroid show and we uh, interviewed this photographer, Emily Earl, who's yes, a Savannah, Georgia-based yes. photographer. And she was talking not just about the quality of the image, but the theatrics yeah. of peeling the image, peeling the image away from the negative and stuff. Yeah. And talking about like the specifics of what pack film made possible for her as an artist. Yeah. That was the heartbreak of losing it. It wasn't just like, we can take good pictures in any medium, yeah. but the theatricality, like what was able to happen with a pack mm. film image for her was irreplaceable. And did she, so, from memory, did she uh, take photos like at, in nightlife bars. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah yep. nightlife. Yep. Yep. And she, yep. one of the things she talks about is like part of the fun is showing the subject of the yeah, that's right. picture. That. Yeah. This is the picture. Yeah. But she said the great thing about 3000B was it develops in 90 seconds. Yeah. Because 90 seconds is all you want to spend with some of those people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why she never shot like 100, you know, um, FP 100C because mm. that takes like three minutes and like you don't yeah. want to be with them for three minutes. Yeah. Wow. That is a very, <laughs> very good choice. So Gabe, that. up to you. 
here's what you get to do. Oh, here we, it's going to be so much better. There's <laughs> no way. You get to pick your favorite six living photographers. <gasps> your absolute favorites. And you get to have a two-week intensive with each of them, one-on-one, in six of your favorite locations around the world. Uh, and uh, learn really from them learned. and pick their brains <laughs> and yeah. wow. learn techniques that you maybe you didn't know and sort of get that time to discuss everything about their world as photographers. If it were you, Gabe, who would those six photographers be? Oh, I'd have to, like, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to hold you to it. Can I mean, you, name... you know, I wish they were, I wish we could pick alive and dead. Uh, <laughs> alive and dead. You can reanimate the corpse of Diane Arbus and bring I, her back. I think, I think that's going to be, um, I think that's going to be it. Um, you know, I'd love to spend time with uh, Antine Corbain, who's, you know, yeah. amazing. Um, I would like, you know, some are reasons that are, um, you know, so, some are reasons like for for uh, Annie Leibovitz just to yeah, see that process, for sure. like sort of, mm. you know, you know, going in and dealing with that. Uh, I love Matthew, who I know, Matthew Baton. He's just like his process. Uh, Frank Ockenfels, another friend, but I mean, to spend, wow. you know, a few weeks with him and using his broken lenses and, and not being afraid. Um, wow. yeah, there's a bunch, I would have to think of the rest, but I really, I would love that trip. That's good. That is a very, very good use of a million dollars. So there we go. We have, we have six of your favorite photographers with the two week intensive workshop. You have a, a photo lab where you give away uh, how many was it? 25,000 rolls with development and then run the lab until you run out of money. And Jeff, what was yours again? Bring I've, back I've been, pack film. I've been, that's right. I was blown away by Gabe's. I can't remember what yours was. How can I forget pack film? <laughs> that's right. Gabe's um, was so good. See, see, the problem here we've got though is, is the age old tussle. Do we choose something and be extremely selfish, Jeff? Uh, do we go for the for Gabe's or, or do, do we choose something which both mine and yours kind of help the community? So this this is the the, this the, is the problem that Jeff and I have got. Which one do we go for? Jeff, first. Well, in my case, bringing back pack film is both selfish and altruistic. True. Well, right. as is as is my film lab, you know, to run the film lab. I mean, my vote is for yours, Matt, because like I said, I practically picked that. I, I, I love what Gabe is talking about. And I actually... I actually applied to do an intensive with a photographer that I like, and I'm waiting to see if it actually is going to come through. Um, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but uh, just a photographer I like, like sort of open season where you could apply to study with this particular guy who I'm a it's huge Alfred fan of. And he doesn't know he's going to be uh, yes. waiting a long time. <laughs> going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> but no, that idea of like opening a film lab, you know, that to me, like it's, I mean, again, you could, there could be something selfish in that because at the end of it, there is a film lab in your neighborhood where there wasn't one yeah. before. And you'd so. slip your rolls in all the time to get done for free. Yeah, exactly. I Gabe, tell you, who are you going to vote for? I'm just going to be selfish. I'm going to say I need pack film. And here's, I, it's so infuriating that I have all these cameras that could use pack film and how crazy expensive, like just oh. insane that people are yeah. charging ah. for this pack film. And yeah. it just, it just feels like it's so ridiculous. 
There are so many cameras out there. There's so many people that would, there's so many artists out there. We're, we're seeing such a limited output from these artists, especially these Polaroid artists. that could be so much more. Yeah. And uh, it's really frustrating. So I love the pack film. Yeah, it's it's it, this is a tough choice for me because uh, you know obviously the, the chance I never even thought of Gabe's idea, but the, the you know I would love there's so many photographers I love that I would love to spend time with. You know I'm thinking of you know because I used to live in the UK. I'm thinking of people like Martin Parr, who's a magnum sure. photographer. Yeah. And yeah. Then there's another guy um, called Damien Lovegrove. I've actually been on a couple of Damien's courses. Mm. He runs like fine art you know courses in italy and spain so the, the lure of doing that and being completely selfish is is very very strong however for the good of the community i might have to choose jeff's as well yes. uh, and because also my vote doesn't matter because gabe's won so uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll throw jeff a sympathy vote as well thank you um, for the sympathy so <laughs> vote i will take it so there we go the way so the way i've got that the was votes, so much fun what's the final was, tally what's the final tally well i'm just going to add them up seven and nine is 16 and five is 21 that makes sense yeah so we've got uh gabe's on nine he is the true master of this yeah matt's on seven and jeff's on five jeff had a, a late you know he's a late surge to, you're late surge and you've redeemed <laughs> okay. yourself a little i'll take it uh so so yeah you go thank you so much gentlemen for playing that game that was a lot of fun so much fun I'm in awe of you guys. Those were masterful <laughs> choices. So much better. Oh, I God, think it's based oh, on my daydreaming, some of these. Yeah, clearly. You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. So on the last episode of I Dream of Cameras, you were talking about your dream team and and you've got five people in your dream team and there's a beautiful anim beautiful animations, beautiful design and creation. Now, are, are you serious about making this an actual series or is this just, is this just you know, uh, tell us more or can you not of. disclose? Here's the thing. As we said, this started with just a character that emerged from conversations we were having. Yep. And then we thought, wouldn't it be fun to have more characters? It is honestly a tribute to my brother's extraordinary talent as an artist that when he did these drawings of these different characters with their cameras, Gabe and I had exactly the same reaction. We saw a series. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We just, because that's how like, we yeah. approach writing is from the standpoint of character, right. right? Like characters and situations telling, you know, when you tell stories that emerge out of character. And so I think we both had exactly the same response was that could really be a show. That's a show. That could really be like Scooby-Doo, only newer yeah. and cooler and no ghosts. So you, you know? got to plan a pitch now to a network with this concept oh, in mind? I think we might just do it. This is one of those things. Yeah, that just I, make it. I have a yeah. feeling we might just make it and say, awesome. here it is. Yeah. Wow. And just do some little sketches, maybe direct to Instagram or TikTok or something. Yeah. It's just some, and we're having fun with the whole thing is like the, the whole, the whole thrust of I Dream of Cameras has been, this is a lot of fun. You know, yeah. Gabe and I, in our day jobs, we engage with systems that are impossibly complex and moving ideas through those systems to fruition can take a very long time. Mm. Um, I Dream of Cameras is something we make all by ourselves. And it's on the air days after we make it and people respond and yeah. are, and, and, and you know, this Matt is a podcaster yourself. Like that's one of the things that's most exciting about it. So mm. the idea of being able to do this is like a homebrew little project. That's yeah, just yeah. as quirky as we want it to be. It's really appealing. So run us through the five characters briefly. What, what are their names again? Well, I got to look them up to make sure I have that. <laughs> gonna look I was going to try and remember them, and I thought I might match them all up. All right, so. wait. No, 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 wait. Let me, I'll just pull up my phone here because I have them yeah. all on the phone. Okay, so here they are. And they, and they all emerge out of like, uh, 
their identification with a particular camera. There is, in no particular order. The original is Tessa. Tessa has a Rolleiflex with a Tessar lens. She's a graduate student at UT Austin. Yes, okay, love, so love she the, has the Rolleiflex. Uh, name play right. there. Yep. Nika Han, he has a Nikon yes. F. Linus has a Leica M3. Vicky Hasselblad has a Hasselblad 500C. And Ms. Essex has an SX70. So right now yes, we have a team like of five. One, so, yeah. Excellent, the team of five. Well, I have three reserves on the bench here. I'll, I'll tell you about now. If you get a bit desperate, you know, if, if one of one of your dream reserves. team gets a better office, yeah. Oh, well, I'm not sure you got to like them when you hear about them. <laughs> okay. So the first one is called Mike Pentax, and uh, Mike Pentax is a Kentucky working man, and he loves his working man's cameras. Like <laughs> <laughs> like Pentax familiar. cameras, <laughs> and oh. he also has a strange penchant for APS film. Uh, mm. So that's he's he's very tall as well. You'd have to draw him very tall and he's got a beard so he's a potential character that's on the reserve sure. i'm not sure it's believable yeah that's true that. who like but abs I guess, right you know i mean a tall guy kentucky pentax <laughs> i'd have to see some concept i'd have to see some concept drawings to understand yeah, what yeah, we have to really about, understand so. it yeah. and the next one is uh, called matt point and shoot uh, he's an international <laughs> man of mystery oh i love that he's a spy He's a, spy, he's a bit of a spy, mm. eh? but he cannot operate anything unless it's compact and it has autofocus because he's got really bad <laughs> eyes. Uh, and he's also, um, I'm not sure how you can draw this, but he's also devilishly handsome, I've been told. Uh, oh, I'm not yes. sure about that myself, but there you sure, go. definitely. And the last one inspired by my last episode is called Lucy Like a Lother. And Lucy <laughs> is a young, charismatic YouTuber who loves to have fun loves to preach the film gospel to the to the younger crowd and get them involved and she hates anything with a red dot uh so there you go uh so there's listen this totally works totally okay first of all the lucy thing totally works for me because she's butting heads with linus right because linus got yes like m3 so there's a romantic comedy kind of push and pull between those two but we know that they're vulnerable to each other right because she secretly wants a like but he's kind of a prisoner to his own like love of tech and if he could just take the camera away from his eye, he would see this beautiful, loving, capable right. woman in front of him. And can, so can you work that into a Because she doesn't like Leica. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We Very always good. need flaws and characters. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, the only thing, I mean, you. yeah, we talked about Mike Pentax. Matt, Matt Point and Shoot, again, would have to see some concept drawings, but it, it seems compelling. I, mm-hmm. I I definitely can hear him. I definitely see him as French, but I mean, maybe yeah, it's just a whole different. Yeah. Oh, mustache, yeah. definitely. Oh, the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I'm can't... seeing it. <laughs> okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Excellent. <laughs> That's French. I do actually have some French books on the wall up there, so there you go. It could be a bit of a yeah, uh, bit of inspiration there. Those are Excellent. great pitches, man. Really good. Yeah. Excellent. Really okay, good so I won't give up my day job just yet on the, the whole um character, <laughs> you know, development. But hey, I'm, I'm making a start. So. Uh, now the next little bit we've I just want to talk about some some dream cameras because we spoke on the episode I think it was episode 45 of Matt Love's camera what we spoke about we each had to name a camera in a certain in certain sort of um what's it called a certain category I suppose you could say mm-hmm. and I just wondered do you gentlemen remember whether you've bought any I I have but I just wonder if you've bought any of the ones that you mentioned since that show uh, I'm looking at the list, believe it or not, I have it in front of me. What's the list? Please tell. Please okay. Share. This was my, my list was okay. Okay. I have a list of 10 that were okay. The point and shoot. I said, I wanted was a context G2. I did not get it. The SLR. I hate to tell you. Yeah. I did have a moment the other night. This was insane, but my SLR was the Nikon FM2T year of the dog. Yes. Which Gabe makes fun of me about quite a lot. 
I think. And, but I, I was, it was one of those like 1130 at night kind of things where I was looking at a seller in Japan, a seller I like quite a bit, has one for sale for 12% off. And I was going, ooh. So I looked at it, but I didn't buy it. Thank God. Baby Rolly, haven't gotten that yet. Plowbell Machina, 67, W67, have not gotten that. Astrocam, you know, um, All Through a Lens did a whole episode about yes, they the did. SDs, yeah. Astrocam, right they after did. we talked about it. Mm. Half Frame Alpha 10S, did not do that. And the two that were on eBay have disappeared. Minox AX, I haven't gotten that. Polaroid 600 SE, no. Oh, here's the X-Pan again. And then the Ilford Witness. <sighs> I did read something on Facebook where a guy was given an Ilford witness by his grandfather. Mm -hmm. There's only wow. 350 of them. Wow. So I'm never so going to own one. You've basically got zero on that list. Is I have that zero. Right? I got closest uh, to the year of the dog. Down, came from. You did. But you, you know, did. I have, I mean, I have a birthday coming up guys. So any of, if any of your listeners wants to get me these, any of them there, it's available. What about yeah. you, Gabe? Do you think you've bought, I think you've got all your dream cameras already, haven't you, Gabe? You wait, you, you got, wait, you got a dream camera. I don't know if it was on your list, but you got one for your birthday last week. Well, I got two for my birthday with dream cameras. Um, FM3A? FM3A. And the Pentax 6.7, which was, it's, you know, solved my depression from the uh, <laughs> other one that broke that we had to find. I was so excited I was getting it back and I wasn't. Right, it, uh, had a clutch, you know, breakdown. Um, I'm trying. Oh, I know what I got. I did get the bizarrely enough. I traded for that um, the Leica M5. Oh yeah, which made me have the two, three, four, five, six. I don't have an M7, but I was uh -huh. very excited about that. Um, and then. Anything new? I oh, I got the um, the EOS three film camera, which I like very much. But I'm I'm happy right now. I've got to get rid of stuff, Matt. I've got a lot <laughs> well, of stuff. You've got to those. Get rid you've of. got yeah. those. Uh, the ten thousand dollar present ideas. Maybe maybe one lucky film yeah. photographer will will snare that off you. Yeah. Uh, probably not. But hey, it's, it's nice to think, <laughs> isn't it? So I actually got two on my list uh so one what? of them i bought i know i got two so one of them i think i might have told you guys but i'm not sure but i bought i did buy the contacts t3 uh, which wow. is a beautiful camera um oh. it, to be honest it is a very nice camera i'm kind of using it thinking is it much different to my class s i mean it looks different it feels different it's a very it is a very design wise it's, it's probably nicer even though it's not the black one it's still very good in terms of the results, it, it is kind of similar to the Class S. In fact, I'm actually oh, going boy. to send you gentlemen right now two photos. I took a portrait of my daughter and one of the seaside. So I'm just going to send that to you now. And I'd actually be very interested. Uh, I've sent it to Gabe and I dream of cameras email addresses. Okay. So that'll hopefully come through in the next 60 seconds or so. I'd be fascinated if you can pick which one's which. Now I've called the, the images, uh, camera 1a camera 2a okay uh, you know, so it's obviously camera one there's camera two and uh i'm not sure if they've come through yet uh but yeah so there's camera one and camera two there's what there are there is sort of one difference to the images and i'll see if you can you can pick that okay wait a second i think i just sorry i should have, have emailed this to you earlier no no, no this is there. good all right well, let's see okay just came through all right here we go okay so this is camera one and camera two Oh, wow. Okay. What? Oh, gee. Okay. Camera one. 
and camera two. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> man. So one is, one is the class S and the other one is the contacts T3. Okay. Wait both a shot at F2.8. Both shots. Uh, the, the one of my daughter was shot on Portra 400. And I think they were both one stop uh, overexposed. Uh, one stop of exposure compensation, rather. And the the one of the jetty was sort of uh, the PR there was focused in the middle of the image sort of thing uh, with the rest of the PR sort of out of focus. And again, both at F2.8 on Portra 400. Okay, Jeff. Same, same color stock? Yeah, Portra 400. Yeah, both color stock. Same time. Wow. Holy what, cow. What are, your, what are your thoughts? Okay, here are my thoughts. I mean, I keep wanting to say that one is better, but the truth is I'm looking at the color rendering of the shot on the jetty and also the focus. And I don't know if it's a compositional thing or what, but I definitely find the rendering in the camera one more pleasing, just the Mm. way that it renders the out of focus parts and also the color rendering I think is better. But then I am looking at the portraits and you're saying these were shot in the same light at the same time with the same film. Camera two has this rosier quality Mm. to the lens that I think is really pleasing. Yeah, a little warmer. And so I kind of like that a little better, but the, anyway, so I I have, I can't choose. I agree with that, but should we pick up, do you want us to guess the camera? Please, yeah. Okay. Jeff, oh, and which one, which one you think is nicer? Yeah, Gabe, I guess which Gabe, one do you think you, is yeah. nicer? If you think I haven't used one. either one of these, but Gabe, what do you think? Uh, I, you know, I like things for different reasons. I love, you know, I have to get my head away from. I love the pics of your daughter and the, and I just, you know, love that seaside. So, let me see. So yeah, I would say. Let me just go back to the camera. I'd say camera two feels more pleasing to me. And I would, should I, I'm going to try and guess. Okay. Sure. I would say uh, camera two is the, um, the, uh, see, this is going to be tough for me. (laughs) Uh, Camera two is going to be, because I keep going to the other one, I would guess the, uh, the T3. Okay. Uh, until Jeff, and I've got to keep a poker face here until yeah. Jeff okay. guesses. I don't want so to. So wait, it you're up, saying yeah. camera two is the context, camera, camera two... one is the Fuji. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Camera two is the context. You're saying camera two is the context. Camera. Wait, what did you just say again? <laughs> camera two is the T three context. Camera two is the context. Camera one is the Fuji. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am going to just pick the opposite, just to be a contrarian. Perfect. Is that what you really think, though, Jeff? Or uh yes okay <laughs> so camera one which is probably the cooler looking of the images in both the portrait and the jetty scene camera one is the t3 wow, uh, wow. and it's actually struck me as quite strange that you know if we think of fuji and kodak for example we always think that fuji is is cooler and kodak's warmer yeah and of course well, we've got these two lenses here now i know that doesn't translate to lenses but i was actually quite shocked at the same lab same film same everything same f2.8 and you know, the, the fujinon lens there is quite a bit warmer than the, the contacts lens which is really interesting i found and quite honestly i think i'm a bit the same, I can't remember which of you gentlemen said this, but I, I think I prefer the contacts 
of the seaside, which is the camera one, the camera one a.jpg. And I think I prefer the Fuji one of my daughter, which is yeah. 2D. Agreed. Um, Agreed. So it's, it's interesting. They're both different focal lengths. I think, I guess that's the only one of the only differences you've got the, I tried to pick images that you couldn't tell. So uh, the, the Fujinon lens is a 38 millimeter lens and the, the, the contacts is a 35 mil. Uh, so that's, that's kind of interesting, but it, it, looking at the images, I honestly, I've, I've actually shot two rolls now back uh, side by side, and I don't actually know which camera I prefer. And so I'm kind of thinking, you know, is 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 this thing? I mean, it's beautiful and I love it. But is it actually worth it when you can get a class S for for, for a little bit less? But I guess the class S is bigger and all this other kind of stuff. But it has been an interesting experiment so far. That's yeah, fascinating. I, I, I'm fascinated also because I just don't love the contacts T2. And yep. the T3 looks, you know, it's more compact. And I don't know. I just wonder if I'd have a different experience uh, with the T3. I mean, Trev just did, Trev Lee just did a, a review. Comparison video, yeah. And now I'm going to lend it to someone else and see if they enjoy it. But the thing, the funny thing about the T3 is when you look through the viewfinder, you sort of see the frame lines and then you can see outside of the frame lines i find that i found that really weird at first because when you're looking through the, the the class s you just see that 38 mil it, it feels more zoomed in it's only three millimeters but it does feel more zoomed in and because then you get the contacts you get the frame lines and you can see a bit around it it, it does feel different but um, i'm going to probably run some more i've run a couple of rolls of film through the t3 by itself and i really love the results really beautiful results but you kind of i'm kind of thinking is there that much difference between this right. and the class s so that'll be a, a future episode probably I'll be, I'll be thinking about that what's the um, difference between the class x s and the w the class w is 28 mil it, for okay. all intents and purposes exactly the same camera but it's 28 mil whereas the the class s is 38 mil uh, so there's quite a, quite a bit of difference between those two. Mm -hmm. And again, between the, the T3 being 35 mil and the, the 38 mil of the class S, you wouldn't think it much of a difference, but it, it does feel like it's a bit of a difference. Mm -hmm. I think for portraits, the class S does feel a bit more of that portrait lens. And I think, isn't the T2, isn't that 38 mil? Or am I making that up? The T2, I think you're, I think you're correct. I think they went a bit wider with the T3, which is interesting. I'm not sure why they would have done that, but I guess, hey, I'm not a Japanese computer manufacturer from the 19, well, the early 2000s. Right. It is a 38. 38. Ah, so they, they went wider. They went wider with this one. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it's um, the uh, Sonar 2.8, 35 mil lens, which is interesting. So the one thing that, uh, I mean, I'm, I won't talk about the T3 for too long, but the one thing that I find weird about the T3, right? This is a camera that's not too old. It's older than the Class S and the Class right. W, but it's not that old, right? It's, it was made in the 21st century. When you look through the viewfinder and you pre half press the shutter button, it, you get these lights for the shutter speed and it, it'll say like 500, 125. So what it's basically telling you is, okay, the shutter speed is somewhere between there. And I'm thinking... You know, this is a 20 year old camera. Are you telling me that around the early 2000s, they didn't have the technology to actually tell me what the shutter speed was in the viewfinder? I find that quite amazing. Yeah. You know, if it was a 1990s camera or an 80s camera, you just take it for granted. But I'm kind of like, oh. So it has a few quirks like that, but um, I am enjoying it. Have you ever used a T3, Jeff? Very, very little experience with autofocus. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, people are coming after me for my 
loathing of the Nikon 35 Ti again. Um, <laughs> that's the that is actually other than my sure shot one, you know, the sure shot multi tally, which you actually uh, wrote into us about. Um, uh, I know it's not your favorite of the Canon SureShot series, but that is really the only autofocus camera that I've bonded with. And I think it's because yep. it's cheap and plastic and can shoot half frame. Um, yep. And I also have not only, you know, it has, you mentioned this when you were talking about it, but it has, you know, the lens has two settings, uh, sort of normal and telephoto. Yes. There is also a clip on telephoto lens there is, that you there can is. add to yeah. it, which I have, yeah. oh, wow. which is amazing for portraits. Yeah. It's now, how amazing. does that work? Because the one weird thing about find about that camera is you never really get to see the lens of the camera, right? Yeah. It's hidden until you press the shutter and then it comes out of its housing, takes a picture and hides again. It's like a, a turtle of kind of camera That's lenses. What it, it's, it's weird. It's the same way. It, it, it pops into a little turret okay, behind it, yeah. the lens and then it pops sure. back. It's right, weird. Wow. Yeah, but I it's did very see one of those for sale once. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not expensive. But I, I, just, I just think autofocus and me do not get along. I yeah. had an autofocus SLR for a while. I think it was a Maxim 400 SI or something, perfectly capable camera. I yeah. just have never gotten along with it. And the, if I have to touch a button on a touch screen to pick a focus point, it's just, just give me a barrel I can focus with. I don't right. really, I don't really want to do that. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So, so that, yeah. Oh, actually, there's one more camera. I've just realized there's, there's one more camera I've bought uh, that I mentioned in that last episode. I bought, I think I told you this, Jeff. I bought the Kitty Nyanya camera, which is the oh, Holger yes. cat camera. Cat camera. So I bought this. It, it's a, it's like a Holger plastic camera. It looks, it's got the face of a cat on the front. One oh, of wow. the lens is like an eye of the cat. It's a weird looking thing. It's got all these lights. And the whole point is you go up to your cat or your dog <laughs> and you press the shutter. It makes all this kind of and lights and the dog or the cat goes Whoa! and you get a picture of your cat or dog looking at the camera right otherwise they just ignore you without the lights and stuff like that so, good. so i saw one they, they sort of have been because they, they're very niche and there's not many of them they quite often they're two or three hundred us dollars but i saw one on ebay for eighty dollars or best offer and of course when someone says or best offer they're just dying for you to to you know send in an offer yeah so i wrote this little message hello i'm from australia and i would love this camera so much please accept my offer and I think I put like 70 US dollars in and they come back straight away. And it was just one of the, you know, I forgot that it was automated and they'll, they'll accept oh, right. or reject. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right. my message just fell on deaf ears. So I think I put like 72 US dollars and it, I got it. Great. And so that was about a month ago. And they said, I'll send through Japan post, which is unusual because most people from Japan to Australia, they'll send DHL or FedEx. And then the other night I, I checked it and I thought, that's weird. I haven't got this camera yet. I hope it hasn't got lost. And then a few hours later, I got a message from the guy and he said, I'm so sorry. Um, the camera has come back to my workshop. Um, Japan post are not sending anything to Australia because of coronavirus pandemic. Wow. I will send via DHL. So the, oh, wow. the poor guy's probably lost money on the stupid cat camera now because he's got to send it DHL. But hopefully I will have that very soon. And the other thing I bought, which was not on my list, but have you guys ever used one of these? What is that? Oh, is well, the, oh, not yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, I mean, that is a cousin. Let me go get this. We're going to get so our the one I'm holding up. For the yeah, sake this... of the uh, for the sake of listeners, I'm holding up yeah. the Fujifilm. Oh yes, the Fuji This is one of the prizes Chicago. in our giveaway. This is yes, the four is. lens version. Yes, action sampler. And you have action sampler. Yeah, Lomo action sampler. And this then you the... have one twelve. Oh, the oh, 16. Oh, hang on. 
Yeah. Oh, you got yes, eight. Yes, Oh, fabulous. And this is a 16. So this is, I've got the holding up the Octomat. Gabe's got an Octomat, a Lomography. Yeah. And I've got the Renchicardia 16. It, it actually exposes two two, two frames um, two frames yeah oh my gosh that's this really is fun. the best part of this camera what does it say what does that say no what is other what is that it's a dollar 99 oh wow because that they go for some money online the optimats they yeah. do now yeah yeah but they're very what, what's your before i say what's what's your experience of, of using it Gabe? never used, you used it, it? Never nope. used it. Nope. They're very, very fragile. Um, uh, I think the reason they're not available anymore is because they break very easily. Right. I've actually got two, and one of one of them, the eighth lens doesn't work uh, at all. So hmm. you just get seven images in a blank one. Um, I've shot a couple of rolls on this uh, Renchicardia with the 16 images. And yeah, they turn out really cool. Like I had one of my daughters swimming in the pool and uh, just some random images, but they, oh, they I've do look try really it. cool. That's great. Yeah. So um, I'll just email you guys through when we talk about something else. I'll email you guys through a couple of these. I'm not very prepared. I should have emailed you all this stuff earlier. Um, but the problem is though, I haven't actually, I haven't actually put the images together yet. Uh, so the images I'm about to send you, these are not my daughter. These is a, is it like an open air swimming pool by the ocean um, somewhere where I go? And so there's a gentleman uh, swimming in the pool there. It's like seawater, but it's a pool. And um, he was swimming along and I just took a photo. And then I realized his wife caught me taking a photo of him. Um, but it's really cool. So you get when the lab scans the images, there's eight it takes two frames at a time of 35 mil film. And so you get eight images on each frame. And then the idea yeah. is that you put the two frames together and you get the 16 images. Now I haven't quite worked out yet what order it all goes in. I'll have to put it together and see. And the other question. Oh, that notice, is cool. It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. The other thing is That's that one cool. of the That's couple crazy. of the frames are actually bigger. They're bigger images than the rest. You see the, the top image yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. So the idea was originally that, you know, Japan was golf crazy in the 90s. There's the stories of people, Japanese businessmen flying to Australia to play golf because it was cheaper than playing golf in Japan. And so this camera, you know, it's got a it's got a golf ball as the shutter button and it's got a golfer on the front. And the whole idea was, you know, old mate, your, your friend was playing golf and you would take an image of them doing their golf swing and get their and swing. And you get their swing captured for them, which is crazy because I'm pretty That's sure cool. VHS recorders weren't that expensive in the 1990s. So I don't know why this is seems extremely niche when right. VHS recorders are, are available. You know what else would be fun with that, Matt? If you printed out the pictures and made a flip book. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. If you've got yeah. 16 images like One that, that's enough to yeah, make yeah, a yeah. pretty good size flip book. Yeah. Or a consecutive um, images. I had a piece of software that I used for a while, which could take a QuickTime movie and turn it oh, into yeah. a strip for a Zotrope. Oh, wow. wow. That's another thing. I, Cause I have a Zotrope that I got. Wow. I don't know. I don't know where I got it, but um, I have a picture of pushing my son around in a pram. Right. Yeah. And it's a series of frames. And when you spin the Zotrope, it kind of animates it. So yeah. that'd be a fun thing to use that for. Yeah. I, I think it's got a lot of potential and it, it's interesting. I haven't, use the Optimat for a while, the action sampler, but I've got a few of these cameras. I've got a three lens one called the robot. So uh, I, I really love these cameras. It does, I mean, this has got like a, like a horizontal kind of, uh, not horizontal, a landscape kind of, oh, I can't yeah. even talk about vertical, yeah. vertical viewfinder. So it is weird. You can only get a certain amount in the frame, but it, it is kind of fun to use. So I'll be, I'll be looking forward to, uh, to playing around with that. 
from all of us at Matt Loves Cameras HQ. We'd like to wish a Merry Christmas to you and you and you. Whether your Christmas dinner is turkey or duck, make sure you shoot film or off you can fly. Like Rudolph. And Santa. Santa doesn't fly the reindeer fly, dummy. It's a flying slate, dummy. Thanks for all your support during 2021. Merry Christmas and we'll see you in 2022. Merry Christmas! I hope you enjoyed that fun, festive jingle there from the family. Now, for the final part of the interview with Jeff and Gabe, we sort of were talking about a few different things. And then I'd actually dropped a hint in a previous podcast about a U2-related photography story that happened in 1997. Of course, when all of photography, all the vast majority of photography was film photography. So uh, this is where this sort of kicks off. Jeff starts asking me about the story and I tell the story. And then we talk about how Gabe knows Dave Grohl. Here we go. I mean, you have to tell, you have to tell the U2 story. Okay, so this goes back to about 1997 when I was, when I was young and dashing <laughs> young gentleman and I'd just been in Europe for two years. I got into photography. I traded in my Pentax point and shoot, the Zoom 90WR, which you talked about on your show. Someone wrote in about that camera. And I bought two uh, very you know, entry level. I didn't know anything. So the very entry level cameras, the Canon EOS 300N, which is like a, I don't know if you had that model or you guys had the Kiss maybe, I'm not sure. Very mm -hmm. Rebel, I'm not sure what it was, but very entry model camera. And I had two of them. I had one with a, a, the, the kit zoom. Again, I didn't know anything. And one with a longer zoom. And anyway, I was, I was a big U2 fan, as was a friend of mine. And so this is in 1997, I was about 23. And my mate called me up and he said, oh, you two are arriving at the airport because they had a, a concert tour, the Pop Mart tour, I think it was. And they're arriving at the airport this afternoon. Do you want to go along? You know, there's an event, you know, there's like an informal event of fans and apparently they're going to say hi to the fans. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down. So we drove out to the airport. I had my cameras with me. And there's probably about a hundred fans on this dusty side road near Brisbane airport. And then a little bit further on, there was like a sort of like a T junction. And there was like down this side road, a little cul-de-sac, you know, uh, there was like uh, all these people with TV cameras, all the television networks were there. And I said to my mate, I said, what's that? He said, oh, that's where the TV networks go. And I was like, hello, I'm going in there. And he's like, what do you mean? You don't work for a television network. You know, like I'm going, I've got cameras, man. I'm going in there. So I thought, you know, this is a prime opportunity because apparently what you two were going to do is they're going to come down um, say hello to the press pack and do a few photos and then go meet the fans and then go off to the hotel. So I went into the, this media pack and I just walked up with my two cameras, right? I mean, shorts and t-shirt I'm 23 and I, you know, don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I've got these two entry level Canon cameras and a few of the guys from the, the channel seven crew were looking at me like, who the hell is this kid? Like this idiot with these cameras. And they, they obviously knew their stuff. They looked at my cameras and went, this guy is an idiot. Like these are basic cameras, right? So anyway, um, this lady then, the PR lady turns up and she starts going around the semicircle of all the press. She goes, okay, you're from the, the Australian, you're from the Korea Mail, you're from Channel 10, you're from Channel 9. And she gets to me and I'm like, what the hell am I going to say? And she said, you're that Dutch photographer, aren't you? And I just went, yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't know any Dutch, but I went, yeah. And she, and she just kept moving. And I was like, well, that was a you know dodged 
to put there. And um, then she went to Channel 7 and Channel 9 <laughs> and whatever. And the Channel 7 guys just turned around to me and went, Dutch photographer. So I, I said the only Dutch phrase that I knew, which was which taught to me by uh, a very naughty Dutch lady a couple of years ago before that, um, which was apparently something about, uh, would you like to go have relations with me in the kitchen? Uh, so I just I said, um, and for apologies to any Dutch listeners, but it was something like, we yeah nurking in the kirk and I just blurted that out. That sounded great. And I, and thank you. And I think I think it threw him off. He kind of looked at me and did a double take. Like I think he was about to oust me. This this uh, this cameraman. And I think he was like I think it was enough doubt sowed in his mind for like okay maybe um maybe he is Dutch. Right. And then you two come up in a limo all of a sudden. Everyone's excited. But the problem was this, gentlemen. They were supposed to come up to the press pack. We were supposed to get like two or three minutes asking oh, them questions, no. taking them photos, literally yeah. like 10, 15 feet away. Unfortunately, the fans surrounded the limo and wouldn't let the limo get to the press pack. And so then everyone in the media scrum, it, it did become a scrum because everyone just ran. And so everyone then ran to the limo and this prize opportunity to have to photograph, you know, Bono, the edge, Larry and Adam oh, right in front God. of us was, was taken away because uh, because of the stupid fans, which I was one of, of course. But but there you go. I've got a couple of photos of Bono. One of them is in an album here somewhere and he's wearing a hoodie. Great. But that's my that's YouTube story, fantastic. and it includes film cameras. That's fantastic. That's and, really um, I love that. So I never got to quite meet them, but I got yeah, that's really good. You got but close? and the Dutch thing, the Dutch ask, thing makes it perfect. Ah, uh, oh, the Dutch thing. Uh, yeah, it's the only Dutch <laughs> phrase I know. It's not very useful, sadly. Um, but Gabe, I have to ask. I, I've been listening. I listened to another podcast called uh, Conversations, AB, our national broadcaster here, the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. And it's all different people, different walks of life. Fascinating stories about the hunt for Stalin's wine, and you know, Australian sporting stars or musicians and stuff. But they had Dave Grohl on there, and I thought of you. And I've, I've got to ask, I don't, I'm not sure if I've ever heard how, how you actually know. I mean, I know you both know a lot of famous people, but how do you know Dave Grohl? So uh, when I was, I had finished the show Freaks and Geeks and I was going to start Just Shoot Me. This is oh, yeah. come out here. And in between there, we were shooting uh, this sketch comedy show and uh, I had this friend, uh, Jason, and uh, his friend, Jordan. And so I was friends with Jordan. And um, I hired Jordan to work on the show. So she worked on the show. We knew, you know, all the same people. Um, and to make a very long story short, she uh, ended up marrying Dave. Oh, wow. And so before that, um, it was like I said, you know, he can't, no musicians. I mean, you just can't be dating musicians. And she goes, well, I met a musician. I go, Jordan, come on, stop. It's ridiculous. And so this went on and on. She finally told me who it was. And I said, oh, I mean, Jordan, this is just, I, I mean, I couldn't imagine. Is this going to go well or on and on? And so she goes, he's the nicest guy. He's so sweet. He's so caring on and on. And so she goes, why don't you come to a show and just meet him so you can see what I'm talking about? So they were playing at this place, the Universal Amphitheater, saw the show, went back, hung out. Seriously, the nicest guy. And then I'm like, well, of course, he's on his best behavior. <laughs> you know, of course, he's going to be his best So then I went to another show and another show, another show, and then to, uh, to his place. 
and uh and it just he is that guy like he really is that guy and he's very focused when he talks to you and he remembers you know and and just a caring guy so then at their house and then this sort of just sort of it grew out of this you know out of this friendship with jordan and then you know friends with them and um was at their wedding it was a very small wedding and uh at their house and um it was but he, it's someone that you know you're going to run into you know his schedule is crazy and usually mm -hmm. i'm shooting or out of town or something and so we just it's we run into each other completely naturally and it's so much fun and then we'll spend like you know a long time getting caught up and what's going on but he he really is that person that's uh just really cares and i and i think the the funniest thing was um the last time i saw him was at this bowling charity event and he comes up to me and it was like we saw each other twice in one week which was unheard of like it was just never gonna it will never happen again and so we're at this thing and and we're getting caught up and it's this great um charity everything's done and it was next to this restaurant called jerry's here which is i think no longer there but uh it's this massive cavernous sort of mediocre yes. deli and so that's just it, my opinion it's true though <laughs> yeah so every everyone's gone it's all these musicians everyone's gone it's empty my best friend fred corey who's also our composer and also the drummer of cinderella mm. Uh, he decides we need to get something to eat. So we, we sit in this massive restaurant and uh, there's no one there and Fred orders. And then a musician happens to be hanging back at the bar and he comes over, sits next to him and doesn't stop talking. He To the point of for 45 minutes straight, he's talking to Fred the entire time and I'm across from him and they're not even turning away. And I go, I'm never going to leave here. I can't believe I agreed we're going to eat here on a... And so all of a sudden, this guy out of nowhere sits next to me and goes, what the hell are you still doing here? <laughs> so first of all, the place is empty. So not one person's looking or anything. And I said, Dave, this guy can't stop talking. I just can't. I can't take it. And we're just looking at them. None. Neither of them have looked at our way. They're, no one's like turning around. Yeah. And going, Dave, we're sitting, and Dave's sitting at the table. And so it was he's one of those people. I said, oh, we have to commemorate this. So we took this picture of both of us really like grumpy and. <laughs> having yeah. to listen to this <laughs> dredge on. And then he was like, do you want me to give you a ride home? Like he's that guy. He yeah, really yeah. is sincerely a deserving and kind and warm person. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening to his, uh, based on that interview with the ABC and the podcast, I've actually um, bought his audio book. I'm thinking about halfway through, which is really, really good listen as well. So yeah. there you go. Every time when I, when I heard him, I thought of you, Gabe. Yeah, he's great. So the final part, the final part of the show, almost, almost at the finishing stretch now, I have a list. I did this with Lucy on the last episode. Now I've got a list of 20 choices. And oh both God, got a shout I was out. so I was worried gonna you were going to do this after ones. I heard the Lucy episode. I'm, I'm definitely going to do this. I'm definitely <laughs> going to do this. So the idea is, is two choices and you've both got to yell oh, out your no. preference. And it's going to be ones you probably both hate or you both love. Um, so there you go. Um, okay, here we go. Yeah, Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's give this a go. And so, so just shout it out All when right. I say it, okay? Here we go. Rolly or Leica? Leica, yeah. New York Fashion Week or Beers and Cameras? Beers and Cameras. Oh, boy. Beers <laughs> and Cameras. Desperate Housewives or Friends? Oh, that's, you're killing me. 
I would say desperate. I got to say friends. Sunny 16 or Sunny 16 presents? Whoa. Sunny 16. Come on. Sunny 16. They're our mom and dad. (laughs) The mothership. The mothership. mothership. Nirvana or the Foo Fighters? Oh, jeez. Oh, you're killing me. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm going to say Nirvana just to be a contrarian. Kodak or Fujifilm? Kodak. Yeah, I'll say Kodak too. Lab scan or home scan? Oh, the lab. Lab scan. (laughs) (laughs) Portra 400 or Pro 400H? Portra. Portra 400. Konica Hexar AF or the Contax G2? Oh, Konica Hexar. Can I pass? I've never used either one of these things. (laughs) Whatever Gabe said. You got to choose Whatever Gabe said. Okay, whatever Gabe said. Okay, Konica. Writing or photography? Writing or photography? I got writing. It's got to be writing. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Sad okay. but true. Beer. I think probably going to get easier from now on. We're halfway stage. Beer or wine? Wine. Beer. Uh, Oli XA or the Oli XA4? XA4. Aerochrome or FP100? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say FP lifetime supply. Lifetime, lifetime supply. supply. Which one? Oh, I mean FP one hundred C. Gabe. Yeah. Same. If okay. Uh, sushi burgers. or burgers? Yeah, burgers. Definitely. One thousand dollar Lomography voucher or a five hundred dollar B and H voucher. I would five hundred dollar B and H voucher. Yeah, B and H. Yeah. I thought you both said SLR or rangefinder. <laughs> Yeah, rangefinder. Range finder. Half frame or one half frame. <sighs> I can't believe I'm gonna have to agree with him. I guess I'll have to agree. Half frame. Leica M7 or Leica M6. Six. Leica M6. Autofocus or manual? Focus? What do you think? <laughs> manual <laughs> contest. Both manual. manual. And last one. Last one. Pack film or. Every other film ever made. <laughs> wow. That's so good. I, you know what? I got to say, I'm going to say, this is crazy. I'm going to say pack film because <laughs> I love the, I love the results in my Polaroid pack film camera. They, they're yep. so unique and the yep. portraits are so sharp. Anyway. Wow. Uh, I mean, every other film ever made includes Panatomic X, so I guess I got to choose that. True, that's tough. That's a True. tough one, of course. Well, they were they were tough choices, and you both gave very good answers. I love that so you chose burgers, Gabe. That- when I heard that quiz, when I heard Lucy do that quiz, I thought if somebody you asked Gabe, he would sushi. say sushi. But I'm really glad you did. Right. It just yeah, it's just burgers. yet another reason well, I love you. Can't you. go past a good burger. You can't go past <laughs> a good burger. So that's it. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Matt, Thank you for against for one thing. So on you are cameras. a force for good we in the world. It. We're so happy to be back. I hope that we have not overstayed. We will join you anytime. Yes, we will join you anytime. Thanks so much to Jeff and Gabe, Team I Dream of Cameras. They're extremely generous with their time. And thank you so much for taking the time, gentlemen, to record another episode. I really, really enjoyed it. It was such fun. And I hope, listeners, you find it uh, very entertaining as well. And drop me a line if you enjoy it. You can either DM me on Instagram, Matt Loves Cameras, or send an email to mattlovescameras at gmail.com. Now, you can find I Dream of Cameras, of course, on the Sunny 16 Presents podcast feed. I'm sure most 
most of you already listen to it. It is a top, it's a cracking podcast, as we'd say. It's a cracking podcast. And of course, you can find the gents also on Instagram, I Dream of Cameras, and their personal accounts are linked in their I Dream of Cameras bio. And of course, you can also find them at idreamofcameras.com. Last night was the premiere of Lucy Lumen's new video, which features me, little old me, yes, and it was fantastic. Lucy did a, a premiere on YouTube, and I was in the chat. A few other people were in the chat. Who was in the chat? Anthony Ritchie was in the chat, and also uh, Bill was in the chat. Bill Smith from Classic Camera Revival out of Canada. And then Alex Lux uh, watched the video shortly after that, and I was having a chat to him about it. He, they both really enjoyed it by the sound of it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, Lucy's partner, Lux, did a fantastic job with the music and putting the video together. It was a very hot, very windy day, but he did a fantastic job. And uh, you get along to Lucy's channel and check that out. That's it for this episode. That's it for 2021. Merry Christmas. Have a safe and happy holiday season. See you next time. Cheerio. Bye-bye. that but it actually sounded pretty good well thank you Gabe, you are killing this game. I have no idea. I just was looking up things that I would want. That was a good. It never. I'm so dopey. It never occurred to me to like have a rainbow of options. Well, come on, uh, it's a gift. Is, you want it? I know. It's really God. That's different really things good. going on. Santa baby, hurry down the chimney tonight.